Welcome back to the Project 24 Blogging Podcast. This is episode 190. has a good ring to it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> really getting close to 200 there. I feel like I said that a long time ago, but uh-huh. we really are getting there. So yeah. It's crazy. That's exciting. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to continue, uh, you know, talking about what we're working on here at Income School. We've talked a lot about Cook for Folks. You've probably seen the Income School videos, so you should be pretty up to speed on that. And, and now we're just working hard on that. So we'll update you in the future. But we did want to talk about some really cool new projects that we're going to be working on here. And uh, at the time of this podcast going out, the viewers on YouTube, on Income School YouTube, don't even know about it yet, but we are releasing a video on that. So you all are getting a little sneak preview yeah. of it before everyone else, and you might even be able to help us a little bit on that video. So yeah, do you want to announce what it is, Yeah, Ricky? sure. I had this kind of crazy idea. Um, I was like, and this kind of goes to the purpose of this project, but one of the things that's most requested by project 24 members by people who view our YouTube channel is we want you to build a new blog and we want to see it the whole time. But then like one of the biggest criticisms I get is, well, of course your blog succeeds. You told everybody on YouTube about it. (laughs) And so it's not a very clean case study. And it's like, well, what do you want? And then other people are like, we'll do both at the same time. And it's like, okay, how many blogs do I personally need to be building it? And it just feels like, it's not, there's no way to win. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't expect to please everybody. That's okay. Like if there's anybody out there that's not pleased with me, I'm sorry, but, um, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> so, um, you're only one person with five kids I know, and, a right? <laughs> and a personal life outside of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to have a personal life outside of it. There hasn't been much time for it. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, um, I had this thought, like, what if we created a new website that we were totally public about and where, Sure, the results might come in faster because we're public about it. Um, We'll also invite competition because we're public about it. But what if we built a site where the whole point of the site was to raise money for charitable causes? So we build the website. um, We add the content to the website. uh, And really, this would be a cool way. I want to get more people involved. And so, and I want people to be excited about participating in the creation of this website and then seeing how it goes, learning from it. That's going to be the key, obviously, like in every video we make, there's got to be like a key learning. What is it that we're doing? Uh, Can we try new things? And you can see it in real time, um, see how we do everything we do um, and just be a part of that process and even be able to participate and then have it just know that the work that is being done toward this website is going toward good charitable causes. So that's kind of the idea at a high level, starting a new, a brand new website Mm -hmm. here um, at the end of the year and kicking that, that off. There's, there's some things that aren't totally worked out yet. um, Like how we can involve Mm -hmm. more of you, how we can involve um, viewers on the YouTube channel. The, the easiest way is I think we'll create an option where people can, donate toward the site and then income school matches and we use that to create content our plan is to cover administrative costs like 
our own our time that we spend working on it we're, is just donated and then the proceeds 100% of that just goes toward specific um, charitable causes and we've talked to about like what those could be um, I don't want to pick specific organizations because I think we could benefit a lot of organizations over time but I want to have kind of a central like what's the cause right mm-hmm. and one of the things that I'm passionate about is helping people get to a point of self-sufficiency yeah um, which can be done through education but it can also be done by helping meet basic needs so that people are in a position to be able to get education and follow up with opportunities. So anyway, there's lots of different organizations we've been looking into that, that we can work with. Yeah. I'm very excited about this idea. <clears throat> and like Ricky said, hopefully the goal is to get everybody excited about this. Um, I think the opportunity and kind of strength that we could have by mm-hmm. really working together. I mean, most of us know kind of the power and the value of working online. Yeah. You know, it can and has changed a ton of people's lives. And so I think it's really cool to do it for other people. Um, And I love that it's not just, oh, for, you know, I donate five bucks and, you know, they turn around, take two, and then there's three dollars donated to whatever the cause is. I love that it's donate five, like invest that essentially in work and then hopefully ongoing for years and years have monthly income. As in, you know, your $5 was a piece of that. I really like that idea. Right. Um, that there's just ongoing value. It's really this investment. And, you know, along the way, we're also going to learn blogging lessons, which is kind of just a, a fun side part of it. Um, you know, we're doing a ton of blogging already, but I think that this one will be really cool um, with the community involvement and, uh, you know, helping people is always um, really, really fun. It's just yeah. fun to do. And, I, oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say we haven't, picked the niche uh, exactly yet. We're still narrowing it down. Uh, We've come up with a fairly big list ourselves of recommendations from (laughs) from people on the team. Um, We thought of it would be best to have it be something that we are either interested in or we have some sort of knowledge or background in, at least a few of us, right? right. And so we have been uh, voting on these various topics. So we put our names next to the ones that we liked or we had some interest in, and uh, we still need to narrow them down even more. And maybe you all can help us with that before That'd be cool. we put that out to the Income School YouTube audience, because I believe once we do that, we want to narrow it down to like three, right? Something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so what we're going to do is, so we have a pretty good list now, and then we're going to make a video where we actually kind of put this through the niche selection process that we have um, in the blogging system. And, you know, the first criterion is kind of like picking a niche that works for you. And so we are going to filter some out based on like, okay, nobody on our team really knows anything about that or cares about that. So um, probably not the best niche for us to try to build up as a team. Um, And then we'll put it through all the other stuff, the other criteria. And so we'll probably be able to knock a few of these off the list just through that. Mm-hmm. But um, then we're going to put it to the YouTube audience with whatever's left and let them vote. But I'd love to, um, I'd love to get input from project 24 members. So you guys will have kind yeah. of an early say. Yep. So I found, I found our list. It's a pretty good list. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and read these off. And then if anybody has specific thoughts about any of these, um, yeah, feel free to 
let's start a thread in the community. Yeah, I can start that thread awesome. in the community and, and actually put the whole list up there. Perfect. That we want, yeah. So the first one is kind of like vague. It's music or pianos or even like moving pianos. That might be really specific, but, <laughs> but pianos I think is kind of the main thing. Um, off-road vehicles, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, baking, pellet grills, cake decorating, shoes. <laughs> Wasn't that your recommendation, Nathan? I didn't come up with that oh, one. Okay. I do have an interest in shoes, yeah. so I thought yeah. totally. kind of He has cool. some really nice shoes on today, by <laughs> yes. the way. He, wears he, good shoes. he always finds some really good uh, I was getting the bargains. <laughs> yeah. Little fun fact, he likes to <laughs> yes, thrift. We'll I do love that. thrift. <laughs> yes. The next is work from home for managers and for employees, so like both perspectives. If you lead a work from home team or if you work from home, um, ballet or dance, like mostly for for kids or, you know, through high school or whatever. Um, and then dancing more of like a as a recreational thing. Mm -hmm. Dog, a specific dog breed. Um, specifically, we have Shih Tzu, <laughs> um, Chihuahua or Corgi, one of those because... I have a Shih Tzu Chihuahua and Andrea has a Corgi. I think she has two Corgis <laughs> yeah, actually. So. Another one is selling a product, but getting it into a store. Like how do you get your product on the shelf of a store? Um, another one is starting or running a food truck. Natural products like food products and cleaning products, um, but more natural. Um, another one on water purification and water health, home energy slash sustainability, minimizing waste, that kind of stuff one on composting and then one on wildlife viewing and photography mm -hmm. and or photography. So pretty good list. Good list. There. Wide variety. I, guess. Um, I would say. And if you listen, if you listen to some of these and say, well, that one doesn't seem to fit within your criteria. It's because we intend to refine it yeah. mm -hmm. in our YouTube video. So yeah. like some of these are very much a product focused niche and so we're going to refine that and turn it into a topic-focused niche yep. in the course of the video. But yeah, and I'd love to get your input. Yeah, that would be great. And I believe we'll have some up there that we kind of have in mind is not the greatest idea. <laughs> um, and just kind of tell the viewers why maybe we wouldn't do that specific niche in that capacity. Yeah. Like, yes. for example, none of us have an interest in it and none of us have a background in it. Right. Probably yeah. not the best because we're not going to be that passionate about it. Right. Awesome. So <laughs> that's, um, yeah, that's what we're doing. I, uh, I, I am really excited about this. I think it's going to be a cool opportunity to let you and let anybody viewing our videos be a part of and see the whole process and what it looks like when we do it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's, and <laughs> my hope is that, you know, competition is competition. That's fine. But we all know in the blogging space, there's competition and then there's like theft, mm -hmm. content theft, idea theft. Um, somebody being in the same niche, that's not idea theft. Somebody taking all of the articles you wrote and writing their own version of them is, in mm -hmm. my mind, a version of content theft. Somebody actually just spinning all of your articles mm -hmm. is basically theft. And I'm hoping that given that the purpose of this website is to benefit people, um, many in developing countries who do not have the opportunity to even learn how to do a blog at this point, right? We're trying to help lift people. Hopefully when somebody is like stealing from the site, they get a little pang of guilt. It's like, 
I'm literally taking food out of the mm-hmm. mouth of a child in a developing country. Um, or like, <laughs> have a heart. It's like, oh, well, I made $5,000 a month from this blog full of stolen content that I stole from this other site that should have made those $5,000. Well, guess what? $5,000 would have saved a life from malaria. Right. So literally you prevented us from saving someone's life. Um, so I'm hoping that, that that feeling kind of prevents at least some people. Yeah. Um, it's not going to prevent all of it, but I just, I, I want to do something good with this. Yep. And I hope you'll join us. Um, if you think of other ways, like I'm asking for lots of input. If, um, if you think of other ways too that you and that, um, you know, our viewers on YouTube could be a part of this, let me know. I'm a little concerned about um, having people donate articles mostly because I feel like we're going to have to vet those articles and, and that could become really difficult at that point. It's like, we should just have our team write them in the first place. But I want, I want original content. I don't want AI written articles. I don't want spun articles. I want, I want good content. And so I don't know. I, I don't know the best way to do that and be like, Oh, well, you know, oh, this person wrote an article. It seems pretty good. And then find out later that they stole right. it. Mm. Um, I just don't want to be doing that. So right. um, anyway, if you guys have ideas, let me know. And um, I'm not sure if either of you mentioned this, but this will be our first website. We're going to start from scratch that we're using the completely revamped um, yeah. brand plan right. and search analysis method in the course that we released in, in July, I yeah. believe. And yeah. so the method that we revamped from the one that was released the year prior right. um, when Jim was here. And if you've been following the Cook for Folks story, that's something that we have determined was one of the biggest problems right. originally. So yeah. we're really going to come up with those categories that we want to write about in the first place uh-huh. and really hit those ones to the full extent before moving on. Yeah. Yep. That's a great point. Thank you. Oh, of course. Okay. Let's move on to some Q&A real quick from the community. Community. (laughs) Um, This one, by the way, this isn't really edited. This is like start to finish, cut (laughs) off the front and the back. So if we have little slip ups, that's why. (laughs) It's it's because we're real. We're being real real people, folks. You get us real. Whether you like it or not. (laughs) Yep. All right, so the first one is from MS Tra LJ. And they say, I just purchased my domain and plan to get my hosting knocked out next. My goal is to get the blog started and established over the winter. I want to be able to eventually add an e-commerce store using Shopify at a later date. My goal ultimately is to have it all under one domain and fall under the brand I'm wanting to build. What's the best way to future per... per proof, sorry, myself so that I can accomplish this without having to use a separate domain. I have another Shopify website that I've been running for several years now that has a WordPress blog attached to it. I've just never used the blogging option on it. The domain for the site is set up as mywebsite.wordpress.com. Any guidance or wisdom would be greatly appreciated. So my first guidance here is don't do it that way. Um, the Shopify with the, with the WordPress blog attached to it, that, that looks like it's, it's through wordpress.com. You could probably hook it up to your custom domain. Maybe, I don't know. I haven't seen that with Shopify, but maybe you could, 
but I don't like the WordPress.com approach. It's way more limiting. WordPress.org, which is just the WordPress software installed on separate hosting on a separate server. That's that's what we recommend. It gives you total flexibility over your website. So the best way to do this is going to be to create your blog now, you know, um, the way that we've shown you in the blogging system. You set up your domain, buy your domain, use it. And then when you go to set up your Shopify store, they have an option to set up a custom domain. Um, when you do that, you can't point the exact same domain to both places because it, you, well, you just can't. Like it has to point to your WordPress site or to Shopify. So the way, the right way to do this is to use a subdomain, which is usually going to look like something like shop.mywebsite.com. So the branding is still mywebsite.com. You just add that little shop at the beginning. And you you just do, do that. It's very easy. Then wherever your domain is registered, you just create the subdomain there. And it's as simple as creating a record, like an A record. And instead of putting, normally we put an at, which just means like my main website address, mywebsite.com. Instead of putting at there, put shop or whatever. Whatever you want that little part to be at the beginning. And so what that's going to do is it's going to say, oh, if somebody types in shop.mywebsite.com, then point it over here instead. And then Shopify will give you, um, in fact, I was just looking at it. They've got a little YouTube video to show exactly how to do it. They'll give you whatever information you need to be able to create that record. So they'll tell you what server, what IP address to point it to and done. So then uh, when people go to your website, you can have a link in the menu to your store and it just directs them to shop.mywebsite.com. On the Shopify store, you would want to create that menu structure to probably look really similar so that people can navigate easily back to the rest of the website. That's the way I would do it. Awesome. Okay, the next question is from Nimaji, and they say, during my last search analysis for a five-year-old blog, I ran into a ton of search queries that I already ranked for, but maybe not number one. So I decided to mark these for the next Battleship audit. Now I want to do the Battleship audit with multiple queries for the same post. I might rank number three for one query, but only number six for another and number 10 for the third, all with the same article. All queries have equal traffic potential, but might need different treatment. How do you do the battleship audit here? So this is a really good question. Um, and the battleship audit as it stands currently, we it's not a perfect system, but we try and take into account the different queries or the different keywords or whatever that are being captured by the article. Um, and I think currently really what we're looking at is the top one, the one that's getting the most traffic or kind of your primary search term or keyword. Um, do I think it's really smart that you're trying to address some of these other ones with traffic potential? Yes. I yep. think that is really, really smart um, because, you know, using tools like um, uh, Google search console, you can find that you can find this data, which it sounds like you've done, where you can see, okay, well, it looks like I ranked for this query, this query, this query. Oh wow, there's you know all of this traffic on this query. I didn't get, I'm not getting that traffic currently, but I could potentially. Um, and so anyway, in this whole question here, you give a little bit of a, a chart here that you kind of put together. I think that is really smart. Um, as far as for simplifying the battleshipping process, uh, like I said, we you kind of look at the top query there. 
Um, but Ricky, I'd be interested to hear what you kind of have to say about um, kind of the organizing of this process. You and I have had a few discussions about this um, and you've had some good thoughts in the past. Yeah. In terms of like the spreadsheet and figuring out what to do, I, this is a place where that approach breaks down a little bit. So, you know, if I see, you know what, this article really like it's ranking for these three different queries that all have good traffic potential. Um, it ranks the highest for this one and get maybe gets the most traffic on this one. And that's really the one I kind of wrote it for in the first place. That's, that's the one we would, we choose, but you know, it, it gives kind of a false indication of the true traffic potential because really it's getting some traffic from those other right. search queries. And that's always going to be true yeah. to some extent. If you were to do it the way you have showing here, what you might see in some cases is like, oh, well, this article um, for each of those three search queries, it's a mispost because none of the three has enough traffic potential to justify improving it. Yes, but all three together do. So in some cases, um, you know, you would need to combine all three into one and just say like, okay, well, on average, it ranks number eight. Right. You know, like you could do it that way. Um, but if you did it that way, you would still have to at least remind yourself, yes, but it's ranking average of number eight for these three different queries. And if I want to do better, I need to make sure I address all three queries better when I go to revamp the blog post. So for me, when I'm looking at like, okay, this blog post is doing whatever, and it's got these different queries. If it's intentionally a query group post, like I'm, I intentionally am covering multiple queries then yeah, maybe just kind of combine them um, and take an average ranking position right out of Google Search Console. Uh, maybe that's how I would do it. But then again, when you go to revamp it, make sure you look back at your search analysis or at least at your battleship audit and identify these are the queries. Maybe even here's where I ranked for each one. So I need to know like, oh, I'm doing fine on this query, but these two I should beef up the content on those queries. Mm -hmm. The other option and, or the other thing that's going to happen sometimes is like you wrote an article for one query, but it's also showing up for some other queries that you see have huge potential, but it's not ranking like even on page two of Google because it's not what your article is about, but it shows up because it's the same subject. Well, in that case, you have a great op opportunity to write another article. Yeah. Write a different article. Don't try to shove all that into in the same blog post. Address that query directly unless it's, I don't know, unless it would be hard to write that much. But like if the traffic potential is there in Google Search Console, you know people are searching that, then yeah, give it all you got and go check the competition for that query. See what kind of resources are out there. Create your ultimate resource for that search query in a separate blog post. So this is where um, the battleship method directly like maybe doesn't totally and perfectly capture these. But this is where there is a lesson in um, the blogging system that talks about using that data from Google Analytics and Google Search Console to identify these kind of opportunities. And then it's less about like, well, what does the tool tell me to do? Should I rewrite it or not? You know, it's less about that. And it's more about like, what do I, what do I do now with this knowledge? Well, I know that all three of these queries have a lot of potential. Now it's just a question of, do I, com do I keep them combined in one blog post or do I just turn it into three different blog yeah. posts? Yeah. For me, when I think about it, depending on how well the post is already ranking, right. it makes a 
significant or impacts my decision on what I want to do with it. I mean, if I'm ranking on page one for the primary search query, I'm going to really think twice before I go and add a significant amount of content on a similar topic so that I could try and get all that other traffic. In that case, I might want to just write a separate blog post so that I can capture some of that other traffic. If it's a blog post that's ranking on page 10, it's like, well, it doesn't really matter what I do with it. You know, if I want to try and, you know, optimize the traffic across a couple different uh, topics or that are kind of related, then that would be fine. But kind of like what you said, Ricky, um, this is almost a little bit separate from battleshipping. Um, And I think that's okay. We just filmed a video where we talked about the value of the human mind and Mm -hmm. how that is probably your most powerful blogging tool. Um, all the other tools are great. They're helpful. Um, but at the end of the day, something like this, where it's a little bit more nuanced and complicated, as you get to know your niche and as you are more comfortable in your niche, you're going to make much better informed decisions with the data you have in Google Search Console and and Google Analytics than any tool you ever find. Um, and you're just going to have that intuition. Um, and it takes time, but you that is going to be probably the best thing that you could do for your website. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. You covered that well. (laughs) All right. Well, that's what we have for today. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, middle of the night. But seriously, have a good day. Thank you so much. See you next time. We're here next time. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.